Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and today I'm going to discuss healing the inner child with Amoni uh, with our guest, Bo Bissett. Uh, before we swing into that introduction, however, I would like to introduce you to your own self a little bit by inviting you to take the What is Your Number One Superpower quiz. Uh, And it's a very easy quiz to take, and it gives you insight into what is your natural giftedness. Because so many of us walk through this world thinking, well, I'm not special. I don't have anything, you know, that that's extra special about me. And the truth is, we all have things about us that are superpowers, if you will. Uh, But we don't recognize it because it's so much like breathing air to us. that it's hard to identify what those are unless somebody else holds up a mirror. And so that's what this quiz is for, to hold up that mirror. And you can take that quiz at superpowerquiz.us. That's S-U-P-E-R-P-O-W-E-R-Q-U-I-Z dot U-S, superpowerquiz.us. And with that out of the way, I would love to introduce our guest, Obisit. After 25 years of addiction and self-sabotage, Bo realized that drastic change was needed to salvage any hope of a life that he had imagined. And after nearly a decade of searching, he stumbled upon the tools he now uses as the Amoni system to save others the time, money, and heartache of trying to find the answers on their own. The Amoni system empowers you to heal on your own with a system to find, connect with, and release the emotional programs that are controlling your subconscious. Welcome, Bo. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Thanks you very much. That was a very nice introduction. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. So tell me a little bit about the Bo before, right? Because we, I introduce a lot of healers and people are like, ooh, he walks on water or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And none of us get there without falling down and scraping our knees and getting into all kinds of interesting trouble. So what was your journey like? Where did you start at? Oh, wow. Um, mostly I, my childhood was, I, I had an angry childhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, after going through the work that I do now, I realized that like some of that came from uh, my, uh, some of it came from uh, like family you know, family karma. Also, like when my brother was born, I felt like uh, he stole my thunder because I was the first uh, mm-hmm. firstborn. Mm-hmm. And then he came along and like when he did, like it just, yeah, I felt like I got put out to kind of hung out and dry, you know, just like. Yeah, uh, it's like, okay, we're going to push this one to the side, <laughs> focus yeah, on the right? new boy. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that, like, uh, yeah, and uh, I, I didn't, I don't think I handled that too well. And I started manifesting a lot of injuries and sicknesses when I was a kid um, in my, like, uh, like what do you call it, tween years or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know, 10, 10, 11, 12 years old. I started getting sick a lot. I started, you know, well, I played a lot of sports and I, I broke my ankles like numerous times. And it was just like one thing after the other. And then, 
anything uh, to get attention it sounds like almost. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly exactly or also attention and then also just to you know to kind of run away from things as well mm-hmm. um when my parents were 12 they sat my brother and i down and told us they were getting a divorce and my first response was i just ran out of the house i just ran away and i came back later that night just because I was hungry and I was a 12 year old kid and I just didn't know and where else, where to else go, are right? you going to go get food? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I just went home and, uh, but no, that was, that became my de facto, uh, response to everything. Um, from, from then on, um, just to I run. Used, yeah. yeah. I used drugs, I used alcohol. Um, and then a lot literally ran, like I ran, I live in Taiwan now, but I've, I can't tell you how many times I've just run away from a country. Um, and my late, in my mid twenties, yeah, my mid twenties, I, uh, after having multiple car accidents where I almost killed myself in my twenties, um, nineteen and like twenty one, um, after I graduated school, I got into cocaine again because um, I, I started, yeah, I was making some decent money, and and then I, I was like, There's, I can't tell my parents. Like after the two car accidents, and then now, like. I, I just, I just ran away. So yeah. and I left, I left the States and, uh, I had a buddy in London, uh, went and visited him first. And then I bounced around and he was like, you know, if you're going to, if you want to, if you don't want to be in America, like, you know, you can teach English. So I started doing that and I just bounced from one place to the, to the next. And it was, uh, yeah. I mean, then that's how I cope. That's how, I, that's how, I, that's how I lived my life. Just running away from things. Yeah, and it's it's not uncommon. In fact, I was watching an old Super Soul Sunday with Oprah the other day. Uh-huh. And I one of the people she had on, I don't even remember who it was. She asked for a definition of how how do you know when something has like stepped over into this addiction sort mm-hmm. of uh space because there are a lot of things that we use to numb and run away and Basically, what they said was, if it's leading you more into your life, you're good. Mm-hmm. If it's pulling you out of your life into the uh, this isolated hole, then you are in an addictive space with whatever that activity is, <laughs> whether yeah. it's it's drugs or video games or you know what right. whatever your favorite uh, escape is. Yeah. So. When did it become apparent to you that this was your coping mechanism and perhaps you might want to look at it a little bit? Oh, wow. It was not till, not, not till I just started, started on my own path of healing, even, even, even well into my uh, healing, that uh, my own you know, journey of self-discovery that I realized, because uh, it took me like just pulling off layer and layer after layer to actually get down to it because i just thought you know um when we were you know when i was growing up we moved house quite a few times too and i just thought Mm -hmm. like i just thought you know ah well you know some people like moving like you know some people are in the military you know they move more often than me right so i just (laughs) thought i was like you know, I was just that's kind of normal, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, well, I was and, and I'm one of those. It. I'm one of those people too. But I found every, every time I move anywhere I go, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that was a problem, right? And I was trying to run away from myself, but I kept showing. You know, I kept showing up. So. Yeah, exactly. So, how did you get started on your journey? 
Um, was it a graceful, easy invitation or did you kind of get shoved into it? <laughs> no. What was this like? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I, yeah, I was, I was so, I was so hard headed and it took me, it took me multiple times. You know, I told you I had those two car accidents when I was in my uh, late teens and twenties. And then, yeah, I just kept running and running and running. And in my late thirties, uh, I was in Vietnam at the time and I had bankrupted myself just completely physically, financially, uh, romantically, uh, you know, with work, everything like I had nothing left. I called my brother. I was passing out on the streets in, in Ho Chi Minh City. I was uh, doing heroin and uh, passing out in the gutters uh, from drinking. Yeah, and, well, uh, and there's a lot of avoiding to be done when, like, all of the stuff has fallen down, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so I called my brother. And I was like, man, I don't know what I don't know what else to do. I have, I have absolutely nothing. And he was like, you know, come back to the States. We'll get you sorted out. And I did. And um, and it, it, I got back, and I was like, oh, what did I do? How did I get so low? And, like, I can't believe I got to this point. And so – uh, I was like, how am I going to get myself out of this? So I got a bicycle and uh, I was like, all right, I'll just ride my bicycle across the country. I'll start a blog and then uh, I'll start travel riding. That'll be my thing. Uh, I got to the other side. I got to the West Coast and I didn't uh, never really materialize with the riding thing. But uh, anyway, so I ended up with my aunt and uncle and they were like, uh, you know, we'll help you get back on your feet. And they did. And during that time, my aunt got breast cancer. And mm. I was still drinking like a fish with them. And, uh, so, and that's, that, that's when I, I mean, that was my, that was my turning point there. It was like, you know, here's this woman who's like worked her butt off all her life and now she's got breast cancer and she's, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but you know, and here I am doing everything I can to just like off myself. And yeah. uh, so that was, that was a huge uh, spotlight on, you know, me, turning things around and uh from there i went cold turkey i just stopped drinking and started reading doing everything i could to like move the needle and i finally saved money and got back on my feet and moved back overseas um but yeah just uh just i kept repeating all the same patterns and it was just i was just so so tough so frustrated so frustrating and um what were, really... what, were, what were some of your patterns that you've recognized? Now, I recognize you may not have recognized them in the moment, but. <laughs> yeah, well, just more more running, right? And mm -hmm. like pushing people away. Um, pushing people away was one like a really big one for me as well. So running away and then like just putting out, you know, just stiff arming everybody and just like get away from me, leave me alone. And, um, so when I ended up, ended up in Taiwan and I met the woman who's now my wife and we like just boom, instant connection, instant, like this is the woman, um, that I want to be with. And, but as good as we were in our good times, like we were mega bad in our bad times too. So we, but it, it took us like pushing and bullying each other to, to get through. Cause she, when I, when we met, like I'd been on my journey for, I don't know, maybe three or four years. And by this time, like she was just like, she was hungry. She was wanting to move in that direction as well. 
and it was brutal for us as a couple. But um, so you were both struggling with addiction, yeah. or uh huh? No, no, no. She well, or, I was struggling with it. Had been struggling with addiction, and at, at that point, I'd stopped drinking. But you know, I was addicted to still. I was still addicted to running away and pushing people away, and just you know, uh, still self sabotaging. You know, financially. And being romantically as well with her, like, uh, you know, anytime we'd have a fight, I'd just like, I'm done. I'm out. You know, just. Yeah. Peace out. Have a good yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing this. And um, so that was, you know, that was mega rough on us. But we, yeah, we got through it. And um, she, having her with me and having her, having another person there go, as going through the same thing that I was going through was so helpful. Because, like I said, we pushed and pulled each other. Sometimes I was doing the pushing. Sometimes she was doing the pushing and pulling and vice versa. Yeah, we got, a, we got ourselves through it. And, um, I think well, the last... and that, that's actually a good definition of a partnership in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I find with my husband and myself that uh, if one is down, the other one can kind of help to lift back up. Exactly. The, the bad days are when you're both down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when it gets really hard. <laughs> exactly. No, and then I, you, I, I agree. You really... You know, you you need that. I think we all need that in some in some respect. Um, maybe it's not a partner, but it can be a friend or a family member or somebody you know to help you. You know that you can call on. You know when and that you can. You know that you know they'll be there no matter what. You know that's because uh, I wouldn't be where I am right now without without that. Because yeah. You know, because, you know, they pull you when you don't want to be pulled, right? You know? Oh, I know. And it's it's hard. It's so hard to be the family. My sister struggles with addiction to substance and alcohol. Uh-huh. And, you know, you want to help them, but there is such a thing as trying to help them too soon, I yeah, find. Exactly. Yeah, it's I like agree. until she's reached this point where she's so over it herself, mm. there's no point. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, having been there, I know that, you know, I was, you can lead a horse to water, right? But it's just, you know, if it doesn't mm-hmm. want to drink, it's just going to stare at it, you know? And yeah. I mean, that's the way I was too. So, but yeah, we got, we get, we, we moved forward. And um, I think the last big argument that we had, it was like, you know, we've done all this work, but like, you know, it's, you know, it's just still there's certain aspects of our relationship and our our lives individually well that is not moving the needle like either we get some help you know or you know this is it and yeah. so a friend introduced us uh, to this individual who does it's work called the spiral and oh, okay. it was de- developed by this australian guy and I was like, I'll try it. I'll, you know, do whatever. Like, willing to I've try done. whatever. Bring it on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause I had everything I'd done did not work. It just, you know, I would take one step forward and one step back. It was not, it was never two steps forward. And it was just always, I just or felt just like I was a stuck. step forward that you were able to keep, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was never able to hold on to that, uh, you know, to that progress. It was always regressing. And it was just, ah. Uh, I was like, all right, you know, finally I will let somebody else in. I will let, you know, and as soon as we did this, when, as soon as I started working with this individual, like the first session, the first hour was like, bam. And it just like floodgates opened and it just like completely 
took me for a loop and uh, changed my life almost immediately. Wow. So, so uh, what what was kind of that, what I want to say, the, the key issue, the pivotal issue that allowed that, that door to open for you to start that healing journey? Yeah, for me, it's just the, the, this the foundational stuff that I use in Amoni now. It's like uh, the muscle testing that was able to find the programs that I had installed. And, yeah. you know, for me, the first book that I read, one of the first books uh, was called The Molecules of Emotion by Dr. Candace Perch. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and she's amazing. That was like, for, for me, when I saw that book, I was like, or when I read that book, um, I was like, wow, like our emotions affect us on a molecular level. And I was like, this is like, I don't know how, but this is my key. And almost 10 years later, that was, you know, what, what turned a needle for me and actually, you know, helped, uh, it, it enacted the change that I needed. So finding those emotions that I had programmed. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I read her book a few years before I actually woke up. It was one of my early invitations into come follow the spiritual path, but right. I'm, I'm German and Norwegian, so I've got that double dose of stubborn and stoic. <laughs> so I was like, that's nice, put it back on the shelf. <laughs> I, I had to lose a lot more stuff before I was willing to go down that road. Um, uh, that happens. Yeah, especially when you're strong-minded. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the, the one that really started to move the needle for me, and again, it was attached to muscle testing, which is beautiful, uh -huh. was uh, The Emotion Code mm. by Dr. Bradley Nelson. Mm -hmm. And it, it did what decades of talk therapy couldn't do, which was to like actually resolve some of these emotions and allow them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> So I would love to dig into your journey a little bit more and we'll yeah, no do that, but we're up on a break. Okay. So I would like to invite everyone out there in listener land. First, I'm so happy that you've joined us today. And second, I would like to invite you to get your pen and your paper or something to write on and spend some time around your own patterns. What have you observed in your life? Uh, where is there a pattern that's not comfortable for you? And it might be something that you personally do. It might be something that you see arrives in your world on a regular basis, like bad partners, you know. Um, and just take a note of those patterns and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break and tell you what you can start doing with those. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Inner Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm still here with Bo Bissett. And before the break, we were discussing um, that he'd become opened up in this spiral work and that uh, muscle testing around his emotions uh, was part of that process. So I'm curious, you mentioned as you went into this work that you and your girlfriend slash wife, I forget, what stage mm-hmm. she was at, uh, had decided this, this was it. This was the last ditch effort. So did it work? <laughs> did, <laughs> yeah. did you stay together? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. And uh, it did work and uh, it changed, uh, changed my life. Um, literally like not even overnight. Like just, I had my first bubble of awareness pop, um, that day. And during the, uh, I, when, I, when we connected with the emotions uh, during the first session, uh, just like it was a watershed moment, like literally, like I just cried for hours after that initial, uh, that initial session. And it was like later on throughout the day, I would just like, I was just walking around the house and I would just like break down uncontrollably, just crying mm. and, and realizing. You had so much stacked up that needed to come out. Oh yeah. my God, it was, it was amazing. And then the thing is like, that's what, you know, that's what I like about this work is that it is like, it literally that we're just carrying all these programs. And when you, when you connect with these emotions and when you find the, you know, the age and when, when it all happened and when it was programmed, like they're like little bubbles and it was just like pop, pop, pop. And as soon as they pop, you're like, you're, you're finally aware. You're finally aware of the things that you do, the little the micro uh, things that you do, say, think, feel, even like the energy that you give off. And it's just like, boom. And it become it just pops into your awareness. And it's like, oh my God, I was doing this. I've been doing that. I've been saying this. I've been thinking this. I've been Oh my God, this like, is why I'm eating my emotions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. Like I like, you know, 
I'm, I'm at fault. Like it's, you know, I, it's my fault. I, I've been doing all of this, like the life that I'm living, the life that I've created, I've done, like I have created all of this. And well, so and, just, and you really, don't man. create it deliberately, right? I mean, no, it's no, one no, of these no, no, things no. as a child that, that stuff happens and you give meaning to it, which mm-hmm. creates this program of quote unquote protection Mm-hmm. that is uh, not as functional as we'd like it to be frequently, you know, because yeah. we we do. If no one tells us what it means, we make up what it means and we're rarely right about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like, you know, there's so there's so many things that we that we program that we're not even aware of, you know, could be like, you know, our father or mother coming home from work or coming into the house and we, you know, we run to them for something or just to tell them that we love them and they're in a bad mood and they brush us off. And it's like, you know, or I mean, it could be anything. It could be, you know, at the uh, supermarket wants uh, like a candy, you know, your mom yelling at you, your dad yelling at you, or like even a butterfly landing on yeah, your shoulder. Yeah, and it, and it had... Out. It had nothing to do with you, no. the, the candy mm. situation. It's no. that, you know, they didn't get the raise at work or, or yeah. whatever has happened. It had nothing to do with you, mm. but you ended up with the fallout of it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and we well, and I, do that all over. I love that you talk about these bubbles coming into your awareness because one thing I've noticed is while it remains in my unconscious and I'm unaware of it, that program mm-hmm. will run the hell out oh. of my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And once, and once I become aware of it, it's like, oh, there you are, you little sucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now yeah, I don't have to fall for your sneaky little tricks anymore. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, if, you, you know, if, we're, if we're not aware, then we don't know. We don't know that we're, what we're doing. But as soon as you are aware, it's like, whoa, now I can do, make a change. Now, you know, now I know that I've been saying this. Now I know I've been doing this. I've been thinking this, you know, but before, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. There's nothing you can do about something that you do that you are not aware of. Yeah. And you feel helpless. You, exactly. you feel victimized by everything and everyone mm-hmm. as long as the unawareness is there. Exactly. I, I think like uh, for me, it was the frustration, you know, the frustration yeah. of of trying to do things and then not getting the result that I wanted. Right. You know, being having these intentions like I want to do this with my life. I want to create this business. I want to give, have a give me an example. Give me an example of one of these. Um, for example, like just uh, like starting a business and, mm-hmm. you know, living you know, uh, and yeah, being a business owner. And, you know, there was, uh, there were things that that was consciously what I wanted. Right. Yeah. But then, uh, the subconscious, my emotions, uh, were keeping me from, from pursuing these, or I would like, I would just run away. I would start a business and then I would run away. Right. And so that yeah, was my, and then my you're like, why didn't away. it work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So that frustration that we feel, um, that frustration that we feel is a, uh, it's basically like the, 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 the friction between our conscious intentions and our subconscious programs. And yeah. so we're like, why isn't this working? You know, cause consciously we don't want to like throw a wrench in what we're doing. We don't want yeah, to, we, we don't want to spend a bunch of money and then not have the business succeed. That's yeah, one exactly. of the things that I love about business. And I talk about business quite a bit on this show because it is a major growth path. Mm-hmm. If you have unhealed shit and you go mm-hmm. into business for yourself, it's going to show up in your business someplace. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It will. 
I agree. I, I love that, that you, uh, yeah, it's just so true. Like that is one of the best, like, uh, self-help, uh, avenues you can take to start. Well, it's a business. strong motivator, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not working. What do I need to heal about myself? What am I? <laughs> what what part of my unhealedness is coming into this business right now? Exactly. That's yeah, amazing. And um, so, yeah, that's where that's where I'm at right now. It's it's, uh, it's so, a nice space to be in. What what's what did you start doing differently after this uh, awakening experience with like the spiral healing? And how did you find Amoni and some of that? Uh, I mean, the, the biggest thing for me was getting out of my own way, because for me, that was my biggest problem, right? Yeah. It was just me throwing the wrench in things, me self-sabotaging myself, me, you know, a lot of, a lot of my stuff too was uh, my self-talk, right? Um, mm. Really, really, really negative. Um, and because I had, I had spent years uh, you know, establishing like a, a, a chain of react you know chain reaction of you know how how things would unfold right and so then that was that was how i used to my my past failures was how i used to define my future successes right yeah yeah well and i i find that bringing consciousness to what i want to say that self-talk pattern that you're observing Mm-hmm. It helps to actually be able to take it apart because yeah, if you exactly. don't look at it, it's like, well, that's just the way I respond. Mm. Well, but you created that response over time. So let's see where we can kind of be recognize that we're going down the path and then start to interrupt it and turn it the direction we want to turn it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So... How did you discover Amoni? How did that come together? That was the the biggest part. Um, so the the spiral is the like foundation of what I use to base on Amoni. We use muscle testing and then like meridian release chart uh, to find the emotions, like to peg them on the body, and there are corresponding mm-hmm. points on the body that, uh, that uh, to help release the emotions. Um, for me, as I was going through after I after I finished the work um, with this individual that helped me, um, there were still a lot of things that were not working. That were not. I didn't. I wasn't where I wanted to be. In fact, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't even close to where I wanted to be. So I was like, all right, it's you know, I've moved. You know, I've moved what I need to move. Or this individual has helped me move. He showed me the light, but I needed like I need to take this and go further. Um, so I'd taken really good notes and as, as I was going through this process and I just started doing it on my own. And as I started doing it, um, for me, the, one of the, the addiction thing was really big. And as I was going through it, I was like, you know what, you know, as I was talking to him, I was like, when, you know, if we're uncovering, you know, the programs that I installed that were keeping me addicted, you know, then I should be able to drink again. Right. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I would not recommend it. I was like, all right, I'm duly noted. And um, but so anyway, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm trying it. So I waited a few months because at this point, I'd been, I hadn't been drinking for probably five or six years. Uh, but I tried. I was like, all right. 
And so one weekend I had a glass of wine. The next weekend I had two. The next weekend I had three. The next weekend it was, I was back up to like back a, to the whole bottle. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, all right, so I didn't get it, but I'm, I was still strong enough in my resolve to not drink that. I was like, all right, I can, you know, I, the, I feel the, the, this moderation thing's not doing it for me. No, no, no. <laughs> So but anyway, I went in and I, I went in and I deconstructed uh, the emotions. I went further and found what I needed. And I now can have a beer if I want. And, nice. and there's a beer in the refrigerator. I can choose to have it if I want or I can choose not to. Um, and that beer might sit there for who knows how long. Yeah, right? months. Yeah. Months, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, that is, for me, that was just, um, that's a huge, huge milestone. That's my badge of honor. Like I, like I, I carry that now. I wear that. Like, you know, I did that. Like I, you know, the biggest monkey on my back, I just like, just blew right off. And, um, so yeah. Uh, well, the one thing that I went through as I was going through this work is, uh, anxiety, just, mm. just bubbling up to the surface and it's just like it was overwhelming and as oh I was, my god yeah uh, when i started going through it my wife was going through uh reiki training um and she she used reiki on me to help with the anxiety and yeah. as much as i appreciated it um i still like to do things on my own and well like, yeah and that i find there's like this 80 percent that it's really amazing to take responsibility for. And then there's this mm. other 20% where you need somebody who can yeah. n- another perspective, hold some space or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's nice to have my wife do Reiki on me and stuff yeah. you know, when I get that point. But at the same point, it's like, you know, I'm, you know, this is something that I'm dealing with. So I want to figure out how to, how to fix it. Right. Yeah. And to deal with it myself, because I'm not always going to have you right here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the the ama breath that I that I created came out of my need to deal with my own anxiety and then help move the emotions um, that we find as we're going through this work because the when we do find these emotions and we we move them they they move they move again so anger sadness anxiety uh, jealousy like anything yeah. that we're well, they're, feeling they're e motion right they're designed to move it's when they get stagnant that it's a serious problem (laughs) exactly so when they when they uh so that the ama breath really helped me move that and then it helped me move the anxiety and get to a space where uh yeah i didn't need her you know i didn't need her help anymore and so that uh with the ama breath it's a a three-part breath it's uh the the letters amo basically direct you through the breath with the with the a or ah it's like ah Uh, magic mm -hmm. light coming into the crown of the head down the throat into the chest and with the m it's like a hum so it's like Mm. and the the emotions that we connected with we imagine like swirling into our heart center and a clock uh, into a clockwise motion and then with the o we imagine all that light all that energy that we picked up flowing out of our chest (sighs) Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just amazing release. Uh, and, you know, the, the humming of the, the breath actually helps synchronize the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, stimulating that vagus nerve. And it's, uh, it's just 
Yeah, it's a really amazing practice. And I use that. I actually use it when I meditate in the mornings. Um, after I'll do some breath work and then I'll do the Yama uh, breath and then I'll do some, you know, just some maybe five to 10 minutes of meditation. I don't meditate every morning, but that definitely helps <laughs> me get into, helps me ground myself and just start the day right. Yeah, and to really firmly step out into life on a solid foundation. Yeah, exactly. When, I'm I'm not normally an anxious person, but I am a an emotional and a physical empath. And I had a client who was going through some extreme anxiety at one point, mm-hmm. and so that that's like my front seat experience with anxiety. And it's like the earth that you're standing on is liquefying, and there's mm-hmm. these bubbles that pop up out of it. And you're kind of sinking down into it, and the struggling doesn't do you any good. It's almost like quicksand. Yeah, it's worse, right? Yeah, and so it's like, whoa, that is some pretty extreme stuff. But I needed to feel and understand the experience to be able to help the client. Right. And I, I'm grateful that that's not one of my problems. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it's it's a really rapidly overwhelming experience. So I can see where having your tool right there with you is critical to being able to move yourself through and out of that. Mm-hmm. So how did you discover the the Amoni? Um, yeah, the Amo breath. It was just like it was one of those things that I was just I was just working on myself just like constantly, and it was just. One of the, I don't know, it's just one of those things that just comes together, you know? It just um, arrived, yeah. Yeah, I was just sitting there doing it, and I was like, I had been meditating, you know, I'd been trying meditating, I'd been doing uh, breath work, and, like, everything just kind of, like, fell in at one time. And, uh, I mean, love, uh, I mean, the, the whole uh, the whole concept of, uh, of love, like, self-love. You know, amo in Spanish means I love, right? Love, so yeah, exactly. Basically, it was just like just a bunch of things like fell into at fell into place at the right time or right place at the right time, and then I just started working with it, and I was like, "Wow, this works!" So that is awesome. <laughs> we are already. Can you believe it? Up on our second break. <laughs> <laughs> so I thank everybody who's out there listening to us. Um, have your pen and paper and think about. What are kind of the repeating emotional experiences for you? What is, what is your subconscious serving up to you on a regular basis, whether it's through your self-talk or a, an emotional experience that happens, an anxiety attack or depression or whatever it is? And just kind of take note of what those challenges are for you and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520 261 
1-800-273-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm still here with Bo Bissett. And we've been talking about the AMO breathing uh, before the break. Now, I suggested to people that they pull forward some of their patterns that they're seeing, the emotionals, emotions they're seeing on a regular basis, some of the repeating self-talk, that kind of stuff. What do we do with this now that we have it in a pile? Yeah, finding the uh, finding the patterns. I think for me, with the frustration, like that was the biggest, like that was the spotlight that I shined on the, the the issues that I was having. And once we find those, then we go in and we use uh, with the Omni system. We use muscle testing uh, to find out where those emotions uh, are hiding, what other emotions are attached to that emotion. Um, so we have like, uh, like a primary emotion and then we have like a secondary and tertiary emotions that are attached to that, to that emotional response. And that emotional response could be, could be emotions that we experience or could, uh, like personally, or they could be emotions that we like embodied from other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really common with empaths. We have a mm. tendency to pick up all of everybody else's stuff and then te- attempt to process it ourselves, which doesn't generally work very well. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, um, so when we find out, you know, where is that emotion is coming from as well. And then we use uh, with muscle testing. I love it because it's I mean, you can ask uh, any question you want, just yes or no. Right. You get yes or no answers and you can do the same thing 
finding out when it happened, um, what was the situation surrounding uh, the the emotion, and then we connect with that emotion. We do it. We do it on a mental level, uh, trying to connect if we can get like a thought, like of the actual the actual the event the happening. The thoughts that go with it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes, you know, sometimes when we when I'm testing, I find out, you know, the 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 emotional the instance happened like well before, you know, any anything in our memory is jogged. Yeah. Right? So then well, we go into the body and. In, interesting story because the emotion code they have you do this digging to find mm-hmm. out you know where it all comes from and my very first official psychic experience happened as part of one of these explorations really? uh, because I, it was an ancestral emotion that i was working with which is it cut patterns and comes down in your dna and your family mm-hmm. acts it out and all this kind of stuff yeah. and so to release the emotion, I needed to understand more about it. Mm-hmm. And it came back that the first time it occurred in my family was like 40 generations ago on my mother's side. 40? 40, 40. Now, my mother's Whoa. side does not talk about their history. Right. So I know nothing about four generations back, let alone 40. Right. And so I'm like, do I need to know more? It's like, yes. Like, well, how the heck am I supposed to find this out? <laughs> All right. And questions are keys in my world. And so it was like, so what was it? And I, I was shown the history of where this came from in my family. Mm-hmm. And of course, the scientist in me immediately freaked out and went, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> And so I'm like muscle testing all of, you know, the little bits uh-huh. and pieces and the details is like, yep, nope, it, it tests out as true. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So muscle testing, I know when I first ran across it as part of Psyche was where I first ran into it. They only talk about muscle testing on other people. And uh-huh. it was several years before I learned to muscle test on myself. Do you teach people to muscle test on themselves? Yeah, exactly. I t- totally do. I mean, that is a, that is a big empowerment part of this work. You know? It but is be, a huge empowerment. Yes. To be able to heal yourself. Cause like when I, I'm, I was like you, like when I, I learned, I don't know, muscle testing, like in a chamber of commerce talk or something like that 20 years ago. And it was like, two people working together. And yeah, I'm like, I'll hold up my arm, you push yeah, on it. It's yeah, like, exactly, right? I was like, I don't know, because it's a cool party trick, but I don't know, like, how would I ever use that, right? Yeah, exactly. And it, and then you need someone who knows how to do it with you all the time mm. to really be able to use it, which it was huge when I learned to muscle test on myself. That was the game changer, complete yeah. game changer. Because I was like, whoa, like now... No, I have the keys to the castle. Like I can go in and talk to myself and figure out, you know, what the problem is. Cause like, I mean, I'm, you know, quote unquote, you know, the problem you know, to begin with. Right. So right. <laughs> I got to figure out, so I got to go inside and figure out, you know, what, where, what it is, where it is, what, when it happened. And, you know, muscle testing gives you that, that ability to do that. And it's just unbelievable. It just, just changed my life. Just Oh yeah. It really, really does. In, in fact, I, I teach it to the folks that I work with and I have like four or five different ways you can muscle test on yourself. 
<laughs> because yeah. there's always one that'll work really well for somebody and the other ones are a little more squishy. So mm -hmm. I like to have a lot of tools in my toolbox. <laughs> What, what's amazing. your what's your favorite way to muscle test on yourself? Uh, the way I do it is I use uh, my my left hand as my test hand, and I will make a like a ring with my pinky. I mean, with my index finger and thumb, uh -huh. and then with with my control or I mean, with my testing hand, I use my uh, my uh, pinky. pinky finger and thumb, and I just make two rings like that. And so yes, no, yes, no, like that. Okay, nice. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was when I, when I learned that I was like, Whoa, I can, yeah, I can go in within cause that's where all the answers are to begin with. Right. I mean, my subconscious program, the emotions and the responses. And so for me to find the answers, I need to talk to the subconscious, which is basically what not basically is what muscle testing does. It gives yeah. me, it establishes a direct line of communication between me and my subconscious. And I was like, whoa, that's it. And yeah. Now, now we can get someplace. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> off to the races. It was just unbelievable. Just like, boom, boom, boom. I mean, once I started, uh, once I went through that, that process and then once I learned to muscle test on my own, it was like, I, there was no hold, no holding me back. I just started sprinting whereas. <laughs> Before I felt like I had been like running, but I had been carrying like uh, like a sled, you know, with a behind with a, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. But I wasn't running; I was just like trudging forward, just like as, step by step, as, so as slowly. hard as you can, but not a lot of acceleration. <laughs> yes. Yeah, none at all. Just like just fighting and just trudging through like muck and mud, and you know, just. And then, boom, as soon as I got muscle testing, it was like that sled was cut, and I just went, Nip. Keep going. Out. Yeah, I just Rock sprinted on. and completely, like, life changed overnight for me. I mean, yeah, it was amazing. So how does your work come out into the world now? What What do you offer to people? Um, I offer a program, uh, an eight-week program that get, takes them through uh, we work on the heaviest emotions in each of the chakras, and then we we go through what I found through that we can uh, we find the emotions uh, attached to to certain instances, and then I found that there's energy as well. So the you know everything is energy, including yeah. emotions. But we we attach these emotions on our like an emotional body, and then our energetic body as well. And then we also found like uh, I found and work with a uh, karmic energy as well that manifests as you know emotional program. So yeah, I, I call those. I call those uh, the soul contracts, right? The mm -hmm. karmic energy. It's the life lessons we came here to experience and the goals and our mm -hmm. talents. It's all tied up in that that uh, life plan that we put mm -hmm. together before we came to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, so we do we'll, we'll run through the chakras. Uh, we'll do one chakra each session for seven weeks and then the eighth session is what we do. We go through and find any patterns that uh, were prevalent um, that can be, I like to imagine our body like a, like a, 
high school hallway, just like littered with lockers. But instead yeah. of books, we keep these emotions in our uh, in our body. Some some of us like our big storage bin, or our big storage locker is like in our shoulder. Some of it might be in our liver. Some people might be in our you know our head or our, the our knee, knee or, or the whatever. hip or yeah exactly. exactly. So we go through and we find those those things that were that kept popping up. And it could be physical. Um, it could be with a relationship. It could be with a business. You know, it could be something that you know something that you're wherever you're harboring those excess emotions. We go through and we release them. And then um, yeah, I put together a program where uh, I. Uh, give them the same uh, protocol that I use to heal my addictions. Um, also, to get rid of and uh, stop, uh, start, stop physically harming myself um, through you know, injury and illness as, as, as well. Um, I've got another one that I put together for abundance um, mm-hmm. to be not just financially, but living, living in an abundant nature. So, yeah, well, and there's so much more to abundance than simple money, right? We get mm. trained into the idea that abundance equals money, but abundance arrives in many ways. It's in beautiful relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. It's in, you know, the material stuff showing up when you need it to show up, whether you own it or you just have the right to use it exactly. um, yeah it's it's a beautiful thing so if someone wanted to reach out free to you to find out a little bit more uh mm-hmm. what would be the best way for them to contact you uh that might be the website amoneclear.com um right on the front of the website i've got a you can uh register for register for a, uh for one of the free uh emotional uh, healing webinars that I'm doing. Um, so yeah, that'd be a, one of the best places to start. That is awesome. So we've got another minute or so in the show here. What would be your final words of wisdom to somebody who's been struggling in their life with an issue, whether it's an addiction, uh, running away, uh, attracting the bad boys into their life, whatever it is? Um, just know that that struggle that you're going through is that that's the, that's the area where you need to work on. Um, and don't be afraid to, um, don't be afraid to be selfish, uh, to, 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 to stop, uh, just to put the brakes on things and, and to start working on you, whether it's, uh, you know, started, uh, I started with meditation and, um, affirmations and, you know, whatever it is to get you, you know, to get you to slow down. I think slowing down is one of the biggest keys to, uh, to really get you to focus on moving forward in a, uh, in a self-discovery, uh, phase just to to peel away the things, all the garbage, all the things that you're busying yourself with. The busyness that's in our our 20th, 21st century lives is, Mm -hmm. I think, one of the ways that society tries to keep us asleep. Oh, for sure. Definitely. And also the the subconscious, right? It just tries to, you know, the more, the busier we are, the less time that we, you know, we have to work on ourselves, which we know. And become aware of how the subconscious is running us. Exactly. Right. Thank you. It has been such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who joined us today. I do this show for you to help you on your journey so you know that you're not alone. And to give you 
tools to make your way through this journey as smoothly as humanly possible. And I would love to hear from you. You can drop me a quick email at askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. I love to hear all of your thoughts and your comments. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 